Welcome, everybody, to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Miguel, and I'm joined today by uh, Split Six, <laughs> blah, 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 Split Six frequent guest, Jordan Lang. How's it going? Bro, I'm a vet. Dude, every time I start these off, I'm, I, I always start mumbling right when I start introducing my guests. I don't understand why. Something in my I brain know. always does it. <laughs> hey, I mumble throughout the entire podcast, so it's <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> um, this is the first time in a long time having you on where we're drinking different things, and I'm not drinking kombucha. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> How's your core going? Oh, it's all right. You know, very, very isolated and all that. Uh, I have a dog, so I'm I'm good. I'm not trapped in like a small confined space. I got a backyard. I got a porch. Yeah. I honestly am very fortunate compared to like what some people are stuck with being in an apartment. Um, can right. you imagine being in an apartment in New York and finding out the virus spreads through ventilation? Oh, I didn't even know it did. And yeah. Terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I, I, I could be doing much worse. So I'm very happy. You uh, got, are, are your roommates, uh, quarantining with you? Um, I have one roommate. He pretty much just locks himself in a room and then another roommate who has not even been in the house for two months. So she's oh, been damn. isolating or quarantining with her boyfriend. That's so, some uh, free money. Let, let's, uh, let's set up a studio in his bedroom. <laughs> See what he does when he gets back <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll see how that works out um but honestly i this whole basement area uh is studio friendly so if you want to set up a studio down here there we go um yeah. uh split six royal oak over there mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah you can do like a little uh pop-up yeah we'll do a live show in your basement one night <laughs> <laughs> after this is over in uh fall of 2021 uh, this we'll we'll have to do uh, something very special. We'll split like six hits of acid between yeah. six people. <laughs> now that would be a podcast. I don't know if I could sit here the whole time, but I would. Uh, I know I'm I'm certain that I wouldn't be able to sit here the whole time, but I'm still down. <laughs> Sorry, mother. <Yeah. laughs> um, uh, Jordan, you're drinking kombucha wine i presume over there and like we were saying before your yeah. poor man's moscow mule which is nothing like um, a mule. yeah so the moscow mule is done that's not part of this podcast that's outside <laughs> of this realm let's not worry about that let's focus on the product at hand here this is my kombucha wine it is honestly this is i call this a freestyle um i don't know what it is i don't know what flavor really to call it i mm. literally just made kombucha and then for the wine process, I threw some extra flavoring in. I put way too much sugar and yeast in there. So it's honestly probably close to like 15 plus percent oh, in alcohol. Oh, stumbling after this podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I, I have three bottles. <laughs> I normally it looks come, like Bloody Mary mix. I, it kind of does. It, looks, it doesn't look very appetizing, but it still tastes pretty sweet. It's got a lot more fermentation, but you know, mm. I bottled it a little bit prematurely for these three. Because I got to keep the tradition alive. <laughs> there we go. I'm over here because it's a week of the 30 or month of the 30 packs for split six. We got PBR this week. Classic beer. Classic hipster beer uh, until Russia bought it, I think. And then now I don't know if people drink it as much. But... Japan. Some Japanese company got it. I heard it was Russian. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe they. it's a 
It's a American. It's a Russian company that has a Japanese owner and has an American mask over it. Yeah. Beer number one. Sport. Uh, have you heard their coffee? They actually have a coffee flavor now. I have not, but we are on to beer number one. Oh. Um, Jordan can't hear the drops because we're still trying to figure out this whole Zoom thing. I but I kind of like the okay, Zoom thing I can, I can pick up. I can, I can hear him faintly. <laughs> All right. So um, sports. Wait, P- P- PBR coffee? Yeah. So let's uh, continue that conversation because I have some input on that. Um, so PBR, anyway. PBR came out with their own coffee flavor, uh, like hard coffee. Oh, okay. So it is alcoholic. It's not just it's al- coffee yeah, it's beans. It's alcoholic. And it's it's a little pricey. It's like uh, like three dollars for a, a can, maybe like four. I th- I can't remember how much I paid for it, but there's also a deposit thrown on there too. Um, it was honestly, I bought it because curiosity just got the better of me, and it's not bad. It is really not a bad taste. It's pretty good in terms of like what uh, a hard coffee could be. What is it made with? Um, I assume it's probably something similar to like Bailey's and cream. Is it like a, does it have like a, a creamy look to it? Uh, yeah, it does. It kind of looks gross. It looks, <laughs> <laughs> it looks like you're drinking Irish cream. Uh, yeah. It, uh, I haven't, I haven't drink, drank that much hard coffee uh, in my life. Um, but you know, there's a time for everything and this might be the time. My overall review is, probably don't buy it it's it's not bad it's just not worth the money you could probably like buy the or loco like uh in terms it, of how you feel afterwards i i would say it is better than a four loco oh i'm certain it's also more expensive than a four loco like i said it's like four dollars for 11 ounce can which is smaller than a beer for those it, isn't you that don't yeah isn't that in a beer the sizing <laughs> is very strange it's 11 ounces so i i mean go figure hey any way to to save on the 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 bucks to mass produce you know yeah but like good for pbr for putting out something that isn't dog shit so (laughs) hey you don't like pbr um i never said that i just said it was dog shit i never said i didn't like dog shit (laughs) (laughs) pbr to me like all the 30 like so we did uh high life and rolling rock the last two weeks these all taste the fucking same same with like bush bush light is gross but they all taste <laughs> but just normal bush it is fine it tastes just like a budweiser i got some labat light in my uh beer fridge down here and i don't know how old it is <laughs> but i might join you if i finish these bottles a little quickly well if you finish those bottles a little quickly and they're 14 percent, jordan you're gonna be slurring and i'm normally the one doing that at the end of this podcast but <laughs> How is uh, I, the? I don't have to drive home, so. Hey, there you go. Me neither. I am home. We're both home. Benefits <laughs> of quarantine. Yeah. I, start, I honestly might start doing this more often for uh, split six because it's zooming in is pretty easy, as long as people can record their own shit. Dude, we can do daily episodes. Yeah, quick splits every day. <laughs> <laughs> they have a uh, five-minute segments instead of thirty. I was. I always thought like to do like uh, just like a ten-minute. 10 minutes, so 10 minutes would be good. Yeah. Every day. Yeah, condense it 30 minutes, 30 minutes total. Well, no, I was thinking just, just like, instead of doing all three segments every day, just do a 10 minute episode a day. Oh, and like rotate split. through. Uh, split. Yeah. Yeah. And do, do shots instead of beers. 
<laughs> I mean, it doesn't always have to be alcohol based, but <laughs> who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I've I've consumed plenty of alcohol during the course of this quarantine, a disturbing amount, to be honest. Again, sorry, mom. But um, uh, Jordan, we're on to sports. Um, are we? <laughs> I mean, we just had the only sporting event uh, that's going to happen for a long time happen last week. We had the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you're very plugged in because uh, sports is your favorite topic. Oh, absolutely. Um, what fun do you think fact, of the Lions draft? Um, what I think does not matter because I don't know <laughs> anything about it. <laughs> I do have some input on the draft. Um, okay. I, I tuned in for a brief moment uh, to see my cousin. Um, she's a, a Dallas, uh, sorry, um, Indianapolis Colts cheerleader. So she was part of oh, it. You were about to say Dallas, weren't you? I know. I was about to say Dallas because <laughs> I was going to say cheerleader, Dallas cheerleader. That's how everyone. They're the most iconic. Here. Yeah. Well, anyway, she's with the, uh, she lives in Indiana. So she's on the Colts. Um, so she was on the live stream. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, that's my input. There Great input. Go. Great input. Wow. Yeah. This is what you come here for to split six for guys. <laughs> um, uh, so I guess I could just say some quick thoughts cause you're not going to understand any of this if you don't pay attention. Um, Lions drafted third overall Jeff Akuda from Ohio state. He, what? Oh, <laughs> gross. they didn't draft the person I wanted in the draft, which was Tua Tungavailoa, uh, who ended up going to Miami at number five. He's a quarterback, but. We got a cornerback, essentially, to replace Darius Slay. So, you know, everyone was kind of bummed out by that pick because you could have traded it down because quarterbacks were coveted. But, you know, the year of coronavirus makes everything different. And I would assume harder to trade uh, with teams because of the unknown put into all this. The rest of the draft went great. They got um, the best running back in the draft. And by best, I mean, I don't fucking know. But he's got the coolest name. His last name is Swift, and that is the oh, dopest name for a running back. Yes. And that's what I base my fandoms on. That's like, <laughs> that's like uh, what's his name, Andrew Luck being on the Colts. Yeah, dude, I always say that. Yeah, Andrew being on the Colts, of course, like the right? symbol on the helmet. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, Steph Curry putting up those spicy shots. That's why I root for players. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all names. It's all names. Then we got um, a defensive end, edge rusher, um, Aquara, whose brother is actually on the Lions. Um, but he slipped to the third round because he broke his leg last year. So his, he was probably more of a early second round grade, maybe, maybe end of the first round grade. So we got kind of a steal in that, provided he can come back from that, which I think everyone assumes he will. We got a receiver. Um, I forget his name. It's kind of hard to pronounce. Out of Wisconsin. But Jeff Akuda, the cornerback we drafted, said he was the hardest receiver for uh, him to cover during his whole collegiate career, even though he was drafted in the fifth round because he ran a slow 40 time. But, you know, I don't know. I, I like the draft uh, for the most part. I wish we would have traded down on the first pick, but we'll see. We'll see if we even have, fo- even have football this year. So, um, Other than that, big NFL news. Well, uh, the other teams drafted players. The Packers drafted a quarterback in the first round, and they have Aaron Rodgers. So I don't really know what their plan is, but they did this with Brett Favre uh, years ago with Aaron Rodgers when they drafted him. Hold up. All right, let's let, let's move I'm on. Done. Thank, I'm thank just you. done. I'm done with sports. <laughs> I don't care what we're talking about. But 
Let's talk about. All right. Well, you did the holdup, my brother. What do you want to talk about? <sighs> well, fuck. I really didn't have anything planned. <laughs> Why does sports have to be first? I feel like we can just start on entertainment early. So um, I will hey, talk can, about what I've been to... doing. I, I will uh, talk about what I've been doing for uh, entertainment throughout this quarantine. Okay. So, huh. Um, well, Animal Crossing, that is kind of like um, a really big thing for a lot of people right now. Yeah, I um, uh, went to Mike Carl's Island the other day and was being a little terrorist and I started cutting down every single tree. Oh no, I... why did he best friend you? Oh, <laughs> but then he, so he like, I don't know if he restarted his console or something, but he kicked me off and <laughs> I didn't get any of the goodies I pillaged. You know how much Mike cares about his landscaping. I do. Terraforming is on point. He works very hard. Dude, that Animal Crossing chat that we're in is like the nicest chat there is. I know. Everyone is like so kind. It made me me stop playing the game because no no one will be mean to each other at all. I want to start a band of pirates over here. You you have been saying that. You've been trying to be a troll in that game. (laughs) Hey, uh, I, I know I sent you a pic, but like the, that little bamboo uh, farm that you started that day yeah. one when we first started playing, like what, like a month ago? Yeah. Um, it is overrun my entire island. I have so much bamboo. Hell, dude, I couldn't find bamboo for the longest time after that because I gave you all my uh, little shit. <laughs> I thought it was easy to come by. But I had oh. to wait until somebody, um, I think the turnip lady, or not emailed, sent me in animal crossing mail yeah Yeah. like she like sends you bamboo shoots from the mountains right Um, but i haven't been back to the island back to my island since like saturday so i don't know what's happening over there yeah well to um just fill people in animal crossing uh new horizons is the newest uh installment in the series of animal crossing it's on the nintendo switch and it has literally taken the entire quarantine world by storm uh, this game is huge now. Like, there's oh, never, yeah. there's not even a close comparison to the previous Animal Crossing. It just came out in the perfect time, and like, it's a, it's like such a good way to fill in that void of not going out and doing things, but you're doing things on this stupid fucking virtual <laughs> platform. Like, I m- lately, okay, so I'm still working. Fortunately, I can work from home. Yeah. yeah, but like work is so slow. I work for a hospital. Mm-hmm. I do IT for hospitals and uh, working remotely. It's, I don't know what happened because we were really busy when the lockdown started, but it's been like dead. I took like 10 calls, like the entirety of last week. And oh, I, <laughs> I just have my animal crossing just running in the background. It's so passive and I, I just fish or whatever. That's see Honestly. the thing about Animal Crossing is it is fucking boring after a while. It's just they, work. they make that game uh ex- intentionally more tedious than it has to be. They clearly do yeah. this <laughs> game design is to make things take longer. And people are okay with it. It's, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> No, it's okay. No, it's weird though. I, I was looking back at old Animal Crossing back on the GameCube when we like that was the last one I played, by the way. Yeah, same um, here. The first one, 
and like the design principles are are like the same that you would see in like games like candy crush or farm bill are like where they're like psychologically manipulating you to wanting to play more and more yeah and after um uh, after fucking bunny day when i spent all the time build crafting every single thing that that stupid rabbit asked me to craft i can't and all i got was a basket from it and like a recipe for a wand with star fragments that i don't even know how to get i don't even know what a magic wand does but i looked it up and it does a really stupid thing so yeah you can change outfits yeah cool Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) give me a give me a tool where i can pillage my friend's island more and make this more competitive Give me a, give me a tool where I can craft at least like um, multiple fish bait in a row or anything in a row without having to go back into the fucking crafting station and do it over every single time. Yeah, it's just, it's fucking tedious, man. But again, it's like intentional. They they make you they they manipulate you. They manipulate you on a psychological level. Mm. And they, ah, yeah, but I mean- it's. At this point, I'm pretty much done with this game. Like, I don't know. I'm I'm back playing Super Smash Brothers every day now, because that game. I want to get back into Smash Bros. I got I got this. I got a lot invested in this la- this week's uh, turn up run. How many turns so, you got? <laughs> For those of you who don't oh, know, I, 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 like I, the, <clears throat> the stock market of Animal Crossing, you buy them on. Oh, they are the stock market. The stock. The stock, the stock market. market. Because everything on Nintendo, right? everything Nintendo does have has to be cute. <laughs> um it's so cute so like you buy the game for, like, okay all right go ahead. i will say the game is in, incredibly adorable mm. like that is the main draw of the game is how cute it is right i mean that's what keeps me in it's so fucking cute it like i mean that's what kept me in at the beginning and it was nice for because it came out like right at the beginning of quarantine for us and yeah. uh that was nice like i spent I mean, I don't know if I would, I don't know if I want to call it nice, but I spent two weeks on my couch playing that game. Um, and now I'm like, I don't, I don't want to pay this stupid raccoon all this money to make my house bigger. <laughs> Dude, play the stock market. Okay, wait, wait, hold on. Let me give the viewers a kind of a quick rundown. So there are things, uh, there's every, this has been a staple of Animal Crossing since the GameCube. Every Sunday morning, um, an old, Boar lady and well i guess in this one it's her granddaughter uh but like they sell turnips the turnips have come like at a random price between 90 to 110 uh bells that's a currency and then dollars you you just buy as much as you want and then the price on those varies it fluctuates throughout the week it goes higher or lower so you can make money or lose money on them so it's a stock market so stock market. <laughs> stock market as we said earlier yes and uh in this this um rendition you can now interact with friends online and go to their island and do sale uh you can sell your turnips on their island if they're offering different prices so a big thing right now in the animal crossing community is people communicating or joining um like uh small groups posting what their prices are I am in one with you there, Nick. Yep. Um, um, so far, there hasn't been way too friendly, guys. Come on, let's let's be a little bit more aggressive. Let's put let's throw some lying out there. 
Say Dude, that your prices are ridiculous. You should play Minecraft. Everyone come to a. If you want to be a pirate and a troll, like or grief, is that what Minecraft is? Oh my God! Yeah, Minecraft <laughs> is so much. You could fuck up someone. You could fuck up probably like someone's life work right there. Sounds like my kind of style because I would never uh, get that into it to put my life work oh my into God. a game like this. Well, anyways, let me wrap. I'll, I'll talk more about Minecraft and say let me just wrap up about the stock market. So, anyways, <laughs> um, right? I, I bought two million bells worth of turnips. Two million? And, yeah, yeah. So I have like uh, twenty thousand turnips. I got them for about like ninety bells a piece, so ninety-five. But yeah, I normally buy two million. I make. Um, I I'm, I want to have at least fifteen million by the end of this week in terms of bells. Uh, so I should be making a, a, a solid like six to eight million um, profit. So I mean, it's. <laughs> definitively the best way to make money right and if, if i can find someone who can sell it to me for over 500 bells i mean i know my island probably won't get that but it's ridiculous it's ridiculous how much you can get off of it um if i find a, a place i'm on a more than just our little chat group i'm in yeah. like four other ones <laughs> so if i get a dodo <laughs> code i'm messaging every one of my chat groups hey join this place join that place and it's really good for people to uh invite other people to sell on their island because tipping is a very common customary thing where um like people will tip because you're making so much fucking money like i just said right there i'm making eight million bells from just buying yeah. like two million worth of turnips it's like such like what is that like 400 percent profit right it's crazy so like tipping like ninety nine thousand, which is like a, a full stack in your inventory of money uh, if, if you tip 99,000, that's like pretty damn cheap tip, but it's, it's like if every single person per visit tip that much, you can make just a million dollars, just keeping your game running. You can make two. How do you, how do you enforce that? Cause I would say I'm going to tip and just go to the island and not tip. No, I it's, you don't enforce it. You would. Oh, uh, I mean, well then yeah, I'll tip you. I'll give you, I'll give you all of my profit. <laughs> I was reading some articles how people are like hiring <laughs> bouncers to come and manage that shit and like oh building um, fences like right around the entrance to their island where you have to like drop stuff before you get in my sister katie she's really into the game um uh she actually gets paid to go to someone's island to garden for them like water the flowers like you talking about like paid animal crossing money not real money, yeah right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> what i don't know people are weird shit like that could Um, be real no that is totally real i should start a business (laughs) have you ever played runescape oh my god like i have not the the real that was like that was what 2005 2007 that's where like money like real money to video games like i first got a taste of what that was like i never personally did it but I would see like there was a whole like aspect to that game where people would buy and sell like in-game currency and sell accounts and like offer yeah, to I, I, log I know it was you. like a thing with like uh, World of Warcraft that like, people did that, right? Oh yeah, yeah, big, uh, big time with that too. I would say RuneScape was even more prominent because it had less regulations at the time, but it okay. still had same level of poor fucking addicted souls like myself playing that. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, if you're working at a job at McDonald's, you would get more done paying some guy in China to do your 
your your gaming. Right. Hey, you <laughs> go play Animal stuff. Crossing for me. I just want to look at it when it's done. Yeah, <laughs> that's the difference between Animal Crossing. You can't really have someone log in for you, uh, and it's more about like the. I don't know what you put in like when you do the terraforming when you shape mountains and waters and rivers and all that it takes so much goddamn longer it should i mean like um roller coaster tycoon oh you know you can't even terraform yet i haven't kk won't come to my island i keep kicking out <laughs> all my residents oh my god they're all little bitches dude i i feel you i feel you hey my uh, one, was, one, one, of, one of my little penguin guys was like hey I'm gonna think about leaving this island. What do you think? And I was like, no, you should stay. Or yeah, get out. And I was like, yeah, leave. I don't like you. Bro, that's what I do. If they want to leave, go. I'm not gonna fucking keep you on this island. Who needs you? You talk to Isabella, kick some people up. out just so I can talk to Isabella, my wife in that game. Oh my god. Dude, <laughs> Isabel um is oh, now Isabel. my favorite character in Smash. She's oh, now yeah? my favorite character in Smash because I've been playing so much Animal Crossing. <laughs> Are you an Isabel maid now? Uh, I have not played Isabel since I unlocked her over like a year and a half ago when the game oh, came no. out. <laughs> but I, I swear to God, next time I'm logging to Smash, actually, if you want to play Smash after this, we can I'll play that. Yeah, I'll be down. I'll kick your ass, right. but I'll be down. I've All right. We'll put money Smash. on it. We'll put money on it. <laughs> okay. I'll, You've let's, been put some, let's put some turnips on it. <laughs> oh, I'll put turnips. I will give you, I will get, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll give you like full inventory's worth. I Googled the other day out of boredom how to get better with Zelda on Smash. And I've been trying to to like learn some new combos, but like online right now, I'm still rusty. I've just been killing myself a lot more. Well, yeah, that's, that's the thing about Smash though. Um, You, you try to adapt a new play style in the long run. It will make you better, but in the short run, you're going to suck some hard dick. Yeah, for sure. You know, this is life. My back's getting a little sore over here from sitting. What a life. Carrying this conversation. Sorry. I mean, you're carrying this conversation. I'm not really saying much. (laughs) Uh, I brought uh, I brought four beer or five beers to the pod today because I had one starter beer. So let's move on to number two over here. Even though oh, is it? Did we hit a drop? We did not. (laughs) (laughs) All right, good because I still got a little bit left in the sky. Drink the hooch or the booch, whatever you call it. How's your um uh, kombucha? Uh, like, cause you started your own like kind of. Yeah, um, sales have been at a complete halt since the quarantine started. Since kombucha does actually uh, benefit uh, with immune system capabilities, I was actually giving it away to uh, people who actually like live close by. Those are the people who buy uh. it. You, 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 you're so sweet. You definitely deserve to be in that Animal Crossing chat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gave it away, um, and I kept, like, I had enough for, like, myself, too. Because uh, the, the probiotic immune boost, immunity boost, does actually have scientifically proven benefits for preventing uh, disease. Preventing coronavirus? Um, not, nothing with coronavirus. Any studies that you'll find aren't going to be as recently uh, recent as coronavirus. They're going to be from like maybe a, within the past like couple years, but they have a good temporary boost to them. And I figured might as well extend that temporary boost and drink kombucha every fucking day of your life. And so that's what I've been doing. <laughs> Dude, would it be great if a study came out that like getting drunk off kombucha every day was like preventative for coronavirus? Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, hey, you know you what? You would be a fucking millionaire. <laughs> well, actually, well, you'd probably get bought out. But <laughs> I mean, I mean that w- that that would be the best case scenario because there's no way I could be a millionaire because hope the the goal is coronavirus will be not a thing in the uh, 365 days from now. So like in a, a year. Hopefully, I mean it's still early. We're like what one month in. <sighs> Honestly, you could tell me we've been this for two years. I couldn't tell you the difference. <laughs> I don't know what fucking time is anymore. And that's what doing acid is like, folks. At least that was my first experience with acid. Mm-hmm. This is definitely not uh, going on video online anymore. Just so everyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> time hey, loops, hey, baby. Let's um, let's uh, how much time we got in this uh, segment? Looks like about five minutes. Okay. Let's do a quick five minute talk about psychedelics. That's right. what that should have been my hold up from the beginning. God damn talking about Animal Crossing <laughs> bullshit video games. What about psychedelics? All right. So Nick, you had your first psychedelic experience at Bonnaroo with acid? With acid, yes. Okay. And also I've only done it twice and I've only done like half a tab both times. Like so very tiny amounts. Okay. It's uh, more of a feeling than it was like a trip. I I personally think half a tab to a full tab is like full one full tab is like the most you should ever do. I don't think you should do any more than than I mean, my boy did three tabs and I just know. kept going around. I'm tripping balls, man. Those those people but he loved it. <laughs> those people go down the hole with blinders on. It just it's He's fucking, braver than me. That was his first risky. time doing it too. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! No. <laughs> he loved it though. Like he like he fucking loved uh, it. Hey, Maybe more power to him. Die. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man, acid is a powerful fucking drug, man. It is so fucking strong. It it is. It takes you to another dimension. It really yeah. does. I, I I wish I would have done it like without like. Also being like pretty fucking drunk, you know, like so like, um, everything's kind of hazy. I, I I will tell you, I feel like alcohol really has zero impact on it. Oh, okay. Well, or smoking weed. I mean, it's just like you are on the ride. You're on the acid ride. Uh, like alcohol. Well, it affected, it affected my memory with it. It could. I, I can definitely agree with that. I can see that being true alcohol doesn't like i don't know it's it kind of is weird right like what tasting things drinking or eating anything can be a little like it's it's different it's not like better it's not worse it's just like it is what it is what do you mean what do you mean like on alcohol no on acid if you're on acid or any psychedelics for that matter if you've ever fucked around with shrooms or anything else yeah i've done uh, more shrooms than i have uh acid I do shrooms a lot. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Hook me up, bro. <laughs> hey, you want to come over? <laughs> I mean, this quarantine's done, man. I do, uh, <laughs> I do let's trips. Uh, so it's like a let's play where you like play a video game, but we, um, we uh, take mushrooms and play a video game we've never played before or know nothing about. So, nice. I mean, whatever I do, anything like that, I get a little more uh, obnoxious than I normally am. Like, I'm kind of off the walls. It doesn't matter, man. The the important thing is just accepting who you are in that moment and everyone being okay with themselves. And then it's a good time. I'm more like, hey, oh, wow. 
let's call people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. I, I have. I've called my mother while on shrooms before because I thought that it, it was a good time to call her at six o'clock in the morning. I, Thankfully, she loves me. I, had, I can't I, really stop me from doing anything I want to do. I had um, an experience where um, I semi-passed out of a show where someone called an ambulance and I had to go on it. Damn. Because mm-hmm. you were on shrooms or acid? Uh, sh- well, it was... Uh, all, every, everything we're saying here, everybody, it's all allegedly. This is just for fun. We're just... Oh, no, I definitely did it. <laughs> <laughs> It was a microdose. It was Did you fucking say a cocktail. Weird. Yeah, this the cocktail, the cocktail. It's um alcohol, weed, and and shrooms. The oh, perfect okay. well, yeah, storm. That's, that's standard. The perfect storm to like pass out. But it, honestly, it was like a small amounts of each of it. I like had I had one drink. I had like mm. one hit of weed, and then I had like two caps of mushrooms. And it was I was in um uh I was at the the loving touch in Ferndale and oh you're brave uh, you're doing them at like a restaurant bar well i, I mean i took it in my in my car well but. yeah I'm, I'm saying i'm saying like i don't well, know going I, out I, in public? I would only do these things in like a like a yeah. festival vibe or like micro, a micro party. uh honestly i will never do mushrooms at, at a for a concert they're way too chill honestly i won't even do acid at a concert it's too hard to like timing the peak if you really want perfect psychedelic conditions, um, your basement or like at home is really good. Uh, but camping, I find personally to be the absolute best. As long as you're not like, you know, backpacking and you're not experiencing you're against the elements. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're in a, like a, um, a safe environment, camping is amazing. You really do see nature for what it is and appreciate the beauty in it that's essentially what festivals are you know like most of them are just camping yeah i would do i would there's a lot of people there's a lot of people and then once you realize that everyone is their own main character in each story and everyone else is just like a background character it's really it's really fucking trippy and it makes i'm I'm just that little fucking penguin from my island (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i would oh Beer number two, entertainment. Hey, good timing. Can you hear that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess my headphones are pretty close. Well, and I, pretty I, shitty I, and old. I listened to every like fucking forever ago. Yeah. Still well, kicking. I know the cadence of the the mel drop, so I I knew exactly when it was uh, starting. Yes. Shout out to the mel drops. To what was? <laughs> All right. So we're on entertainment. Um, I think we should talk about some uh, TV shows that we've been watching. Okay, because... well, do you want to talk about Better Call Saul first, or should we do that at the end? Um, I feel like, no, no, because Better Call Saul, I, I feel it's really contained, it's finished, and there's uh, not much to say other than positive things. There's not much, like, theories or what's going on or what's mm. going to happen. And, but... and I think most people, I think most people don't watch that show. I yeah, which is a real shame because that show is something you don't have to watch Breaking Bad for, and right. people are like, I, it had like this awkward start, not because in terms of the quality of the show, but people's perception of the show. There's right. like they think the word they hear the word spinoff and they assume it's going to be bad, which you know, given the history of spinoffs, you're probably right. But this show has uh, taken that term and 
just turned it completely around and has taken the best show of all time. That is uh, my opinion, but it kind of is. A yeah, fact. That, that is the best show. That's, of a, all that's time. a strong it's, opinion. I mean, it's really fucking good. We'll just say that. And then you take this other, this sub character who is like kind of obnoxious, uh, somewhat funny, doesn't have much information about him. And you're able to tell. Brilliantly acted. You're able to tell this compelling story about the more, it's so much more mundane too, right? It's like, yeah, it's very like low key and like, like at the beginning, it's like low stakes when, but like, you know, now in the show, it's like getting into like more the Breaking Bad type. Uh, it, it's high. It's uh, higher. Consequences that it's can higher. I mean, they're like. No, I mean, it's pretty much there. I mean, with this last couple, those last couple episodes at the end of the season, like that's pretty much as well. Okay. This, close to Breaking Bad as you're going to get. From that that season uh, finale. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So Kim that Wexler. season finale. They, they, that's this, this, this is this is Kim Wexler Breaking Bad now. So this, uh, yeah. So um, I'm just going to assume anyone listening has been watching the show, and uh, we'll just discuss it because me and you have both watched it. Uh, this Remember, last we're, season, a, we're a pro spoiler show over here, as we have absolutely. since the creation three and a quarter years ago. I mean, I, I'm the only one who fucking watches this show, anyway. So <laughs> I don't know how you watch it unless you're staring at your phone the whole time. But uh, yeah. you definitely listen to it. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm the, <laughs> I'm the only one tuning in every single week, listening to all 136 minutes of it. Yeah, that's the right, right. timeline. Or one hour 36 minutes, whatever that math. You gotta is take up the six to. minutes for drops and intro music. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's true. I just haven't set it up like that. <laughs> every single episode, man, it's the exact same time. I know. I got the I got the setup. <laughs> Well, anyways, this season, um, I would say I I very much enjoyed it uh, a a lot. Like this yeah. is the best season that they've put out in terms of engaging interest. Um, honestly, it's hard to even say it's better because all of them have been so good. Right. That and that kind of marks a good show because you don't like. There's not a bad season, and there's not a season that stands above the rest because they're all fucking just solid. Like I think yeah. it, I think it keeps getting better and better as it goes. Which, you know, that's what, like, Breaking Bad was good for, too. Like, at least what I thought. Like, Breaking Bad got better and better as it went. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's it's just, like, a sign of a good show. It's just, like, you you know where the show is going. And, like, honestly, I don't know even know if it's, like, a, a term of, like, or, like, a scale of get, it getting better. Mm-hmm. It's just... It's just like it just keeps you engaged and it, it keeps you wanting more and it keeps delivering in a satisfying way. So you keep thinking it's better because it all these um, these points of satisf uh, satisfaction. Uh, Satisfaction. There we go. <laughs> Satisfaction. All, <these> <laughs> <laughs> all right. I did invent a new word. All, right. all these points of like satisfaction just keep um, piling up and you think it's like a better show. Uh, or like it's a better season because it's further than it was before. Uh, well, there's no different for this show or for Better Call Saul versus Breaking Bad. And the character of Kim Wexler this season has come out so hard. It's like so good. Like her yeah, character. Like the mirror, so the mirror image of the end of the last season mixed with this season like oh, how yeah. Kim was looking at Jimmy at the end of last yeah. season and how now how Jimmy's looking at Kim at the end of this season. Right. Like that's, 
that's like poetry in writing right there. Honestly, like how, Vince Gilligan was in the the this the entertainment game of writing for about twenty years prior to Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. And where the fuck was he doing? He clearly he figured oh, it out. <laughs> one thing I know he did before Breaking Bad. You ever see that movie Hancock? Yeah. Right with Will Smith. Mm-hmm. That was a movie. Apparently, that was like in Hollywood hell for about like ten years prior before it got released. Right. Yeah, I remember a, liking that movie. I, I the concept was really. Um, really engaging. It was like a superhero who was an alcoholic and suffered with like, you know, depression and other human traits, yeah. right? Sounds the like humanized them. Right. Um, well, this was like a, a, wasn't based off a graphic novel. It was a Hollywood script and people wanted to make this movie for a long time, but they weren't sure how they were going to do it. But the original script was written by Vince Gilligan. Oh, Really? Yes, and if you actually look up on the internet for that original ending, it was really fucking dark. It was really fucking good, too. Um, the, the movie turned out to be a very campy PG-13 movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was originally supposed to be a rated R thing. And I where, would assume so if it's Vince Gilligan. Yeah, well, I mean, he writes PG-13 TV show, essentially. I mean, I only know him as... Well, it, I guess. I mean, the worst I guess. Thing, worst thing they really do. I mean, the, I mean, I guess they. Do okay. I mean, quite it, a bit. It, it might get the label PG thirteen, but it's not. Breaking Bad and Better Call is not PG thirteen. No, they have like the, the, the rating system is box. fucked as it is, but that's a different conversation. Yeah, but they say the word "fuck" more than once. Oh that's no! Rated R right there. If they for blow you up fellas. and kill a bunch of people. That's fine. <laughs> Sex oh a titty. <laughs> I, I mean, they 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 had one titty in that show, and that was in the pilot when they thought they were going to be on HBO or Showtime. Hey, wait, what show? Breaking Bad. There was a titty in it. Oh yeah, there was a titty in that. On AMC, there was a titty shown. No, it was it's blurred in the AMC version. But when oh. the, they did a pilot episode and they pitched it around to different studios, there was FX, there was uh, AMC, there was Showtime, there was HBO. There's all these places like, hey, pick up our yeah, show, yeah. pick up our show. Um, like, and there was a titty in the pilot. So, because they didn't know where they were going to go with it. They just knew that they right. could blur it out if it had to go to ca- uh, cable. And AMC picked it up. FX, honestly, like, uh, really fucked up because they were actually slated to be that, that channel. And it t- completely turned AMC from this movie or the station that ter- well, just plays old school movies. Uh, to this, uh, well, I guess it's known as the Breaking Bad and Walking Dead station now, that, or just the Walking Dead station right now. And Better Call Saul. But I, mean, I don't even know if anyone... Oh my God, yeah, Better Call Saul. I don't even watch <laughs> it anymore. It's, I haven't had cable in like a decade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Well, I yeah, I watched it online. Um, I've been watching mm-hmm. it on Amazon, honestly. I just wait for the day after and pay for the episode no oh, damn so you're spending some money on this show um yeah i normally i, I normally um and i have cable i can give you my cable login through... so you can watch it on like uh probably amc.com not the oh, really? of it. it's over, over now so well yeah. i'll i'll hit you up when i can get another show i want to watch because that would have been really good to know for mr robot that would have been really good to know for better call saul yeah <laughs> but, 
You've been but, watching anything else besides uh, Better Call Saul? Yeah. I know so, we were um, going to talk about Westworld. A, a really good segue uh, right now is Westworld because uh, we were talking about um, Breaking Bad, which stars Aaron Paul. And Aaron Paul is also the newest star of the HBO hit series, Westworld. Season three. Season not, three. Westworld season three. I fucking love how this show is completely different every single season. And still... I mean, this season is a lot different than the first two. Um, well, s- season two was so different than the first one. They still and, took place in like the same setting, at least. Uh, within the park but like the concepts right. were right. completely different like season one was setting up this um this level of intrigue that you didn't really get to the pace of what the show was really about until the last two episodes mm-hmm. and then uh with season two it's expanding on those uh those ideas in the last two episodes and then um uh, bringing in the perception of outside the park outside of this uh delos group of westworld uh, contained area into the real world and seeing how what the real world is like and now it's like a really um hitting you with uh the concepts about artificial intelligence and what is really choice to actual people mm-hmm. and what we're seeing in this season is honestly incredible i fucking love the concepts i i smoke a fat bowl uh before every episode <laughs> and um, I, I, I have a lot of good things to say about this season. I know there's a lot of people like nitpicking small things. I mean, there is a, a really big problem with Maeve's character motivation right now. I don't know if you've watched like the last episode. I, yeah, but, I'm, I'm caught up. Okay. So Maeve's character, her motivation is her daughter, right? Right. I mean, we know, I mean, we know at this point, um, that her daughter doesn't even know who she fucking is anymore. And it's her daughter, right? It's just like a, it's a concept that was programmed into her mind, essentially. And her daughter doesn't recognize her face, doesn't even know who she is, doesn't even exist in the real world. She's in just like- Just in in Dolores' head, right? Yeah, she's like in like the the AI afterlife. Um, And she wants to get sent there to be with her daughter, who honestly has a mother. There was closure for that. They really shouldn't be hitting the- this as a motivation for her mm. and they really just want uh, an antagonist for Dolores's character who is the they um well the the I don't know what you call them the the host they call them hosts I guess yeah because uh, it's hard to I don't like saying the word artificial intelligence or AI because she's just as intelligent as everyone else right but she's still it's artificial like she's not... the show is right I don't, this whole season has been like a little up and down for me. Like, I haven't really been buying in until like once saw uh, William's character came back is when I started buying in. Really? Oh my god! Like his line about like we're just maggots eating a rotten corpse. Yeah, I fucking <laughs> love that. I was like, damn. Yeah, I like I like. Um... I like the complexity of his character right now, how he's got this inner struggle and he went through this hardcore AR, I don't know, this augmented virtual reality therapy. Yeah. And then where he's just essentially like, I, I, I just want to say, I fucking love almost every single sci-fi element that they introduce in this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the little like metal uh, like roofing 
uh, that you yeah, put on the, in your the mouth. Drip is that what they call it? The yeah, and then you have like little like tablets that that thing like and basically uh, injection like, like absorbs injection with acid essentially, right? It's essentially like acid, but uh, it's, it's, it's received through like um uh, yeah like some mechanical thing that goes on the roof of your mouth. Some 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 uh some like a mechanical interface that connects with your brain or something and or and it can make stream. you feel anything and then you have imagine acid uh with uh virtual reality and augmented reality uh and it just completely takes you over and then puts you into this like simulated therapy and he got stuck in it where he's talking to all versions of his past self and he goes fucking he was left in there too long goes fucking crazy and kills them all and yeah like ah. Uh, I don't know, man. This season's like, uh, it's a little. It's. I think it's a lot worse than the other ones. I don't think it's terrible. It's gotten a lot better. It's its own thing. Honestly, like these seasons are kind of their own like statements in their own right, and it's hard to like base it off. It's not like a normal. It's honestly like a mini series that is still continuing. Yeah, I think it got renewed uh, just the other day for season four. They did. Yeah, it did. people are really hating on it i still think the concepts that they're bringing up still make this the best sci-fi series within the past decade oh, well you didn't watch the magicians is it sci-fi if it's magic isn't that fantasy i don't know it's well, gotta yeah, have actually, it's gotta have fantasy. some basis you're right, you're right. in reality <laughs> right I yeah. mean, I I did not see the magician, so you are. Right. I always get, I always get fantasy and sci-fi like I kind of wrap them to this like kind of like the same thing. I always assume like hardcore fantasy takes place in like another world, but like sci-fi is anything that involves things that don't exist, but takes place on Earth still and in our in our timeline essentially. But uh, I'm probably wrong. I guess magic mm-hmm. is fantasy. Magic is 100% fantasy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just kind of wrapped the two together. But, um, uh, you know, one of the things I don't understand about this season of Westworld, like, why? Because so Dolores is in, like, four different bodies right now, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, so that's... A... What, is she, what is up with her and um, uh, what the fuck's her name? The leader of uh, the corporation. I forget her name. Oh, Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte Loris. Why is, is she having such a hard from. time going in that body? So and how does is, that fucking make sense? This is one sense? of the really cool things. Um, so it's it's not necessarily just the body, but like she is being put into this lifestyle and was also uploaded with just like a little trace of actual Charlotte. Um, and uh, that little trace has been able to take over the the principled um, the uh, core of like which was Dolores and turned into more of Charlotte. So she still is Dolores, but she's got Charlotte motivations because she drew attachment to the family. And yeah, the show I guess- is honestly so fucking complicated. I have to watch. <laughs> um, I don't. I have to watch YouTube reviews of what fucking happened to understand it. Well, and, I mean, I, I, I get I get that part of it. I just what I don't get is the main Dolores's motivation to put Charlotte's uh, influence or like emotions into herself in that body. Like Dolores has already proven in the beginning of the season that she's capable of acting as it whatever she wants. 
You know, why couldn't she oh. just act that way? No, they all have emotions, and Dolores intentionally chose to keep the emotions in all the iterations of herself and future, um, future AI or hosts, because. Um, in season two, when she took away emotions, uh, if you recall, like when Teddy was her slave in season two, like her mind slave and just faithful servant, and he, she took away emotions to make it easier for him, he ended up killing himself because he saw no purpose in things. And so she made the decision to keep, that, uh, keep the emotions embedded. Which, right, but why didn't she give herself her own emotions inside of Charlotte's body as if she wasn't capable enough to act as a spy so in, a there's, there's, in a different type of skin? Um, it's hard to say right now because um, the, the season hasn't ended yet, but and they always have like this one more big, episode, everybody. Yeah, they You're always ready? have like the biggest twist in the last episode. But I know um, it's gonna be, it called it a couple weeks ago. Oh, um, well, let me finish this point and then I want to hear it. Uh, so with uh, Charlotte or Charlotte uh, hosts, um, the idea was that like she took it because she was inhabiting this life, and there was going to be small little traces of that. There was also that with um, uh, the security guy that she took over, like he was like uh, like a loyal person in real life, and so the host version of him, who was still you know Dolores, was extremely loyal and willing to die for her. Um, I don't know about the the Japanese dude. And uh, who's another host of that the, she had? like the guy that was like older guy like oh yeah there. that's a security guy that's a security guy he was extremely loyal uh, to Serac and or, uh, no he, he was loyal to the that other guy which Not guy Serac right like the the guy that Dolores was fake dating in the beginning like the owner of the company but like but she didn't have a host for that guy well she has a host for that no 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 I know but. Oh, oh, the security guy was working for him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, he actually, I thought, pretty sure he was actually working for Serac. Serac yeah. sounds uh, uh, pretty violent compared to Serac. I don't know why. Serac. That little, uh, <laughs> that little act in it makes it sound crazy. So, uh, Serac. Sorry, TBR. Um, well, anyways, I really like a lot of the concepts this show is putting forward uh yeah. the the whole ai that controls humanity such a fucking deep <laughs> idea i mean right i feel like i probably have taken too many psychedelics <laughs> i'm thinking wait here we go we're back to psychedelics everybody all, i'll tell you one thing it's always back to psychedelics <laughs> all right if you haven't fucking tripped in your life i don't trust you as a person i really don't <laughs> I really don't. You have not seen reality for what it is. If you haven't tripped before in your life, you're probably a Republican. Oh, my God. You know, honestly, I want to know if you have tripped and you still are a Republican, I would really like you to come on this podcast. Because, <laughs> uh, well, okay, so when you dive into the alternate dimension that is uh, the psychosphere, you can go in and not remember a goddamn thing. And I feel like that is most common. Like everyone who takes acid doesn't come out enlightened in some way. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really come out uh, enlightened I, at all. I, I would. I told like a friend um, when he was taking his like first trip. Like he's like, I told him like everything that you think and you experience is real on some level. 
and then he just like came out and was like dude that was fun and like what well did he come out with any like insightful thoughts and he was just like yeah it was really fun and i was like oh my god all right and so i realized it wasn't as like a moving element uh, as it was for myself but yeah um... I, I feel it, it it's different for everyone it's different for everyone but like your blinders go down you see life in a different lens and that's how i felt last time i took shrooms i realized man i need to walk my dog more <laughs> so i took her on a couple walks that night <laughs> it can I, I mean it doesn't change you instantly i mean it makes you see what you can become and puts you on that road right and, i mean like there's been studies like where it's like it uh, can cure like uh substance abuse problems and whatnot it puts a fresh blanket of snow down as they say uh, your pathways get erased and can be reestablished in in a more positive light. Uh, well, um. Uh, anyways, you want to know how Westworld's going to end? Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, what's up? Are How's you it sure? going? You want me to ruin this uh, season finale for you on Sunday? I've I I go on the fucking spoiler sphere, man, and like theories I hear left and right. So let me hear it. Okay. Well, I, I'm I'm curious to see if this one. This, there's no way this one hasn't been already said, but. It feels to me completely obvious that the big twist at the end of this is going to be that everything that we are seeing is actually what that big robot has been predicting. And they somehow had found a way to get the hosts from Westworld's DNA into it. And we're going to like, it's going to like, we're going to like wake up and uh, Ciroc's going to be like, yeah, I knew all this was going to happen and I already had seen everything that happened. And it's like going to be like a quick montage of a flashback he's gonna stop everything um not gonna lie that's the most lackluster theory i've ever heard fuck off <laughs> i just want i mean like if that thing project okay well everything. first i want to clarify which giant robot is it solomon or is it rohobo one whatever one Sorak's in control of like oh okay so rohobo one and then solomon is the the first rendition of the ai that went rogue because it was yeah. more based off of his brother, no, not, not that one, who is an unpredictable asset or element. Um, that, which, by the way, another fucking amazing idea. Like Lisa Joy and uh, Christopher Nolan's brother, who I don't remember his first name, um, uh, Jonathan Nolan. Uh, they're fucking brilliant. Like this show <laughs> has so many fucking good ideas. Um, I just wish they didn't do with this eight season bullshit where they're rushing everything. And I really wish Maeve actually had some fucking motivation because she is supposed to be the main antagonist to Dolores. But other than that, man, this show is blowing my mind and how fucking smart it is. Anyways. I don't understand I, how Maeve killing Dolores is going to get Maeve what her goal is. No, it makes no sense. It's so fucking dumb. Her goal is, I have to see my daughter. It's just so because the daughter is, It's I'm, forced. I'm, the daughter is in Dolores' head, right? <laughs> it's like, it's like, I don't, uh, you just had the best sandwich of your life, but you found there is a piece of dog shit <laughs> on the bun on the last bite. And yeah, you, I just don't know how out of the writers' room with like with these flaws. I mean, there there could still be like a fulfilling conclusion, maybe that would <sighs> quell all these fears. 
I mean, it's it's a show, it's a great show because they have great ideas. It's a great sci-fi uh, because a good every good sci-fi makes you question uh, like the nature reality. of your reality. Exactly. Yeah, it, it makes you reflect upon what is actually happening around you or what is possible to happen around you, and then also on the other side, they also have these great action sequences that in, uh, implement awesome sci-fi concepts, just like that drone that like marked people and like the, uh, the airstrikes and all that. Oh like, yeah. That seemed like very black mirror. Like, I mean, this is essentially like a black mirror s- series, yeah, like, you know, same, right. same, same sci-fi concept and kind of shot a lot the same way and told story-wise a lot the same way. Yeah. And it just focuses on that um, just one continuous story more so mm-hmm. and dives deeper and deeper into the, artificial intelligence uh, aspect of it yeah that yeah, that, that drone shit was like that was a really really cool really cool to watch like i mean not cool kind of scary to watch and that's mm-hmm. any good any good sci-fi will leave you kind of terrified of the future right yes 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 <laughs> let's write a let's write a science fiction love story <laughs> okay like it um, makes you feel hopeful of the future i, I well black mirror did that <laughs> with what um hey, oh don't hang the dj um what what's the one where uh it was the online dating yeah it was don't hang the dj yeah i guess that's true that is like that is one of the few episodes that doesn't leave you with existential dread yeah it you just, you, it's a happy ending happy ending Black takes, takes you for it just basically takes you through on a logarithm um yeah. through how like a computer would work but gives it gives gives those formulas personalities yeah um uh but hey before we we're we're like probably got like two minutes left in this segment but i've been watching this show it's not a new show it's an older show i wonder if you ever heard of it um i think it came out in 2011 uh hbo it's called bored to death mm, no 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 it's a good oh i fucking love it it's like my new favorite show right now uh shout out to brian nice and he's the one that told me about it uh but he also just started watching it it's only three seasons long like a comedy um it's got jason schwartzman zach galifianakis and ted danson in it and uh it's just like i don't know i there's something about this show um it's it's basically about a writer who gets broken up with in jason jason schwartzman's the writer and he posts an ad on craigslist saying that he's like an unlicensed (laughs) um uh private detective yeah and his best friend Zach Galifianakis and his boss is Ted Danson, who I've never even seen Ted Danson anything. Apparently he's in Cheers, but uh, Ted Danson is like my favorite character in that show. It's just like a, it's really like a loving show with low stakes, and like you know I don't know a different kind of comedy that I'm not used to. But I really just want to recommend that to everybody because it's. Really- I'm down. I'm down, Nick. Honestly, your recommendations I take to heart. So I I'm gonna give that show a, sh- a shot. I got HBO. We, I fuck. I think HBO is the best streaming platform out there. Oh, I agree. Uh, it's worth money alone just on the content. It's probably the worst streaming platform in terms of like its quality at, at streaming. Can't oh, download okay. anything offline. It like honestly, for me at least, it constantly fucks up. Even though I have like a gigab- uh, gigabyte of like uh, download speeds, and yeah. it's. By baffling how they're still like competitive in the market but i mean because their I guess content's so good watchmen uh 
greatest the first six seasons of Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, fuck Game of Thrones, God. Yeah, I I mean they they I got they this fucking sword behind me. Yeah. Can't wait till those books come out. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, Game of Thrones wasn't bad. It was just kind of weird how they ended very abruptly at season six and, like, didn't, like, left on such a cliffhanger with Daenerys. Honestly, like, like the last, last, like, uh, right after Joffrey's uh, wedding, everything kind of started going downhill with, like, a few exceptions of really, really good episodes, but um like behind or the battle okay. of Bachelor is of course amazing okay so like i feel like everyone has their own different definition of when game of thrones really ended <laughs> like when they just stopped believing everything like believing what was canon i say the end of season six because that was my favorite Fear number three how the president grabbed me um politics. Uh, of politics all right i gotta finish this but go, go keep going um, uh, hold on, we're going to pause real quick. All right. Um, we are on to politics. Oh, boy. The state of the world. <laughs> I love politics. It is always so fun to talk about. I've actually been like, uh, like as the most unplugged from politics that I've been since trump got elected because i've haven't been working so i haven't really been listening to my podcast that much because i pretty much have been listening to music when i'm at home doing stuff instead of uh tuning into podcasts while i'm working all day um yeah i mean i i'm kind of the same uh i think it's on well it's more so there's not much happening that's different it's literally the same thing every day Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, the the big question is when are we reopening, right? Reopening uh, the economy or whatever you want to call that. Yeah, I think economy is a safe word to call it. <laughs> I mean, it's just like opening up businesses, then whatever, when to prevent the spread. It's just, it's such a weird time that we're in. And then especially during a presidential election year, it's yeah it's very fucking interesting but not right now right now we're just kind of just sitting and waiting to see what what happens yeah we got more tara reed uh credibility coming out against joe biden uh oh yeah her mother even calling into larry king yeah what that is i mean this is there is so much more fucking evidence for this tara reed accusation than there ever was with um what's her name blasey ford yeah uh, like yeah. with with the the Kavanaugh nomination, they the Democrats are making this big fucking deal about that, and then they won't even acknowledge it. They won't even ask Joe Biden a fucking question about it. And it's been months. It's been fucking months since this accusation has been out. Yeah, it just shows you what kind of a fucking two face. I fucking hate the Democrats. I fucking hate the Republicans. Why do I hate everything about politics, but yet I still fucking subject myself to this shit? It sucks because we're we're choosing to vote between two rapists essentially. Like I mean, Donald Trump's uh, accusations have been like even more credible than anyone else's. But um, you know, I mean, but we're supposed Donald to Donald be... Trump just has quantity. Joe right. Biden is just right up there he's right up there and it's just like the the fact that he is uh not even uh like mentally able to even (laughs) (laughs) talk right now uh and then he's a rapist on top of it 
it's just it's just like why why we could have had we could have had someone who actually who gives a shit if bernie sanders had the um like i like the right plan to do what was best for this country mm-hmm. but you knew at least his moral compass not even moral compass his compass of what he wanted was for the betterment of everyone and yeah, he believed what he, what he was saying he wasn't just saying it to like gain power as, and and you know for sure he would have put us on a path towards something that would have been better i mean everything that we're seeing with the democratic party is just so fucking shady uh it, it's like disgusting i fucking hate nancy pelosi and chuck schumer uh, i mean they do a really damn good job of making you want to dislike them uh and then like donald trump honestly well obviously he... donald trump's just a fucking it, no the thing about donald trump that you could relate to bernie sanders is donald trump probably believes what he is saying but donald trump is a fucking idiot like <laughs> just there's no denying it he's stupid as fuck relative to anyone that's ever run for office before yeah i mean joe biden like is past his prime clearly <laughs> he but he is running on God. the most progressive platform ever to have How? run on a democratic ticket less less progressive than hillary's like that's what they said about hillary's which people were already upset about that was four fucking years ago and uh joe biden is worse than that uh, they are literally running 2016 2.0 right now. Uh, the same coalition, uh, the same support. It's it's fucking sad. It's probably <laughs> the same outcome. If we even get to have a fair election, because oh my god, Republicans are fighting against uh, mail-in votes. The, there's no fucking winning in this country. I mean, I, we're clearly seeing uh, burn that burn it down. But uh, I I'm not against that. I'm honestly i'm not against just fucking burning it down because i see it growing into this it's uh it's pivoted from this a democratic state where uh of freedom to this controlled state of like oligarchy where the rich control everything and it probably has been this way for as long as we have been alive it's probably been this way since the 90s since the 80s uh whenever nixon uh, took off is probably was when the the pivot happened but like it's becoming more and more prominent every single fucking day we're seeing that, like we're, there's a clear like solution or a clear direction we need to be taking and we don't take that it's like why why has Bad, been three or four fucking stimulus uh bills that have passed through congress but none of them are really addressing like the, the working people. I mean, uh, what was, um, there was like three or $4 trillion used to bail out big businesses and cruise ships. The cruise ship industry is on there. What the fuck? Dude, it's because even in these stimulus bills, there's still like these big corporate lobbyists that are influencing them. And, you know, we don't, oh, us as normal, normal people with, uh, out, uh, millions of dollars just kind of get thrown in there based on what we can make us set, what can make us satisfied enough to re-vote for these people and not start a civil war, Yeah, which, you, you know, could always be happening. I still think that we could have a civil war on our hands in like a, in, in a more, couple of years. It's, 
it's more likely than ever right yeah. now. It's more likely yeah. than ever. Eat I mean, the rich. We need to eat them. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's uh, what we need to really unite behind. I mean, the rich even fucking know it. They've, they've honestly probably even been expecting it. Like, they're probably more surprised that we haven't already destroyed and revolted against them for what they're fucking us over with. Right. You know, maybe that's why a show like Westworld hits so hard to, like, us because like that's essentially like the rich people are in powerful are in control of all the data and they can predict your outcome better than you and try to manipulate your life like you know that's a very good uh metaphor towards how everything is going with like social media and influencers like being able to predict what you want to buy and that's why you see like i i, I saw this status the other day or like this meme the other day it's like every fourth post you see on facebook is an ad and i was looking and yeah it is every single fourth post you see is an advertisement of sponsored sponsored content and now i can't unsee it and that's what the meme said you can't unsee it anymore like i can't see it like yeah everything is fucking ad probably yep. same with instagram probably oh, yeah. the same with twitter just maybe uh, different same numbers with, same but. with snapchat same uh, it's, it's not even just posts it's like stories and what 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 have you i, I mean like i can't escape it either it's like fucking it's on Reddit. It's on. It's on fucking CNN. It's on uh, the Guardian. It's on all these like news sites. New York Times, like New York Times, and all these other major outlets for news. Like they're completely covered on ads on the top and the sides and the bottom. It's one, one it's second. Fun. We're getting we're getting a call in. Hey we Dylan, uh, we're recording the Split Six podcast right now with me and Jordan. Uh, would you like to be on for this political segment? time to unfortunately all right well hey, then i have to, hey, I have to send, them, send them a zoom invite now so <laughs> i could i could send you a zoom invite but uh we're gonna have to call you back then oh okay i was just calling you back but now i realize why you're calling so it's all good all right i'll call you later bye all right see ya bye <laughs> dylan will not be joining us <laughs> all right well that's okay we'll have hi jordan join us instead <laughs> <laughs> jordan getting liddy on a wednesday Dude, every fucking day is Wednesday. So what difference Honestly, does it make? That is a that is a uh, good name for um uh, emo song right now. Every day, because <laughs> <laughs> you're always like not really you're like looking forward towards the weekend, but it's never gonna come. And you're not you're not you're not quite at Monday because every day is kind of also a Monday. <laughs> every day is a... nothing's as bad as Monday. Nothing's as good as Friday. So we're just stuck on Wednesday. Dude, I haven't had a fun Friday in a long time. I haven't like okay, like finished a uh, a shift on Friday night and been looking forward to the weekend because the weekend honestly sucks more than the weekdays. Oh, for you? Um, yeah. Well, I mean, like right now it's what uh, ten thirty uh, right now, and uh, I'm getting sloshed. I'm getting high. <laughs> It's like a weekend. Wednesday's the uh, highlight of your week this week. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome from the Split Six <laughs> podcast. <laughs> hey, it's something to do. It, like you got, like you got to switch things up. Hey, um, question. Um, uh, this is completely non-political. Uh, but how's your cooking been? Because I know um, you're into been, cooking. Yeah, cooking's been good. Um. 
It's been uh, one. Should've been my holdup. Uh, um, but <laughs> uh, cooking's been the same. Like, you know, I, I honestly I think I've been cooking less than I did in the normal world, in terms of like extravagant things. Like, I've done a couple things that are like, um, uh, harder than normal for me to cook, but. I don't know. I don't want to go to the grocery store. I want to go to the well, grocery right, store. Right, right. Yeah, you don't want to go to the grocery store. So you're improvising, right? You're yeah. finding ingredients where you it normally doesn't call for that, but you're substituting. Mm. So I, I feel like everyone's been doing that. And there's probably a lot of interesting things people have been doing. Yeah, no, I've like, I, I cooked my the last of my fresh vegetables today. Oh. So I have to go to the grocery store tomorrow, but I probably won't go tomorrow. I'll probably go on Friday. Cause I'll probably order, ta- I haven't ordered takeout in a while. So, and you know, I'm not, it's, you know, what's crazy is like how much money I spend going out <laughs> and now how much money I'm saving. Even if I like, am going to grub hub Taco Bell once a week for like $25. Oh Dude, like, <laughs> and it's not even like I couldn't really go to Taco Bell. I just, money I'm wasting like everyone. Like I feel, I feel for everyone who's like struggling right now who got laid off, mm-hmm. but like, like my savings account is piling up. I'm not going out for shit. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm spending less even on food than I did before. And then I'm not, it's going out to eat. I'm not going out to shows. I'm not uh, going out to bars or anything. And you probably so, need like, to eat less cause you're doing less. I mean, I don't know if you're working out or like running and shit. But. Gym's fucking closed. I mean, honestly, the only exercise I get is like, uh, I tried running a lot, but like, I don't run very far. It's like three miles at the most. I mean, that's that's a good amount. It's more than I am. I'm <laughs> my exercise is uh, walking up the stairs to my bedroom. <laughs> yeah, I I I feel like I I need exercise or else I, I kind of waste away. I'm not like in like great shape or anything, but it's good to like. It feels good. It just feels good to exert mm. energy. And then I don't know. Right. It just makes eating good. I set up my Bowflex in the basement because I have like one that we couldn't even get rid of like years ago. The one you had when you were a kid? No, 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 no. The one, it's, there is that it's, one in it's, your It's Kurtz. It's oh, Kurtz okay. that's been here okay. since we moved here, which was just, just a shout out to the anniversary of me living in my place. Five years I've lived here now. Today? Uh, like a couple days ago, five years. Oh, okay. Wow, five years. Five years in Garden City, and I can tell you this, I fucking love living here and I will live here for as long as I'm allowed to. I love this house. You got a good setup, man. Mm. You got a great setup. How long have you lived where you live? Um, so like two years now? Uh, it's going to be going on two years. Okay. I think maybe it's going to be on going on three years. Where'd you live before this? Uh, I live like next door to you. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, I, I lived in uh, um, on Middle Belt in those condos across from Wilson Barn. Yep, right by uh, right by Crux House, Marco's yeah. condos. Shout out to the <laughs> Marcos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I hope Vince and Nino listen to this. Uh, I doubt Nino will, but Vince probably might. <laughs> yeah, we should. Uh, we should, we definitely gotta get me and Vince on another episode. I love being on those. Honestly, just get Vince on here. It doesn't have to be me. I just want Vince on. Well, I mean, I got a, I got an extra mic at one of my friends' house, houses yeah. that I can uh, give to him to use for this. So we can, all is possible in quarantine. 
except for physical contact. Yeah. Well, I mean, Vince would probably come over. I I don't know how like quarantined he is, but I mean, he's he's probably just like me because I'm still working. I'm still someone that's out there mm-hmm. uh, in the line of fire, and I think hit with his job, he probably is too. I I honestly I should probably call him. I haven't talked to him in a while, but you know. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, oh. wild, wild times. We're never going to get, we're probably never going to have a time like this in our lives again, unless it happens again next year. Because Oh, that's like, weird to think about. That's really weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the last pandemic was like, uh, well, the last like really bad pandemic was like a hundred years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Spanish flu killed 5 million people. <laughs> yeah. Hey, oh, by God. the way, Spanish flu started in kansas city america's always been good at branding (laughs) (laughs) a lot of people think this uh virus is coming from like a chinese (laughs) lab but i listened to a podcast today uh called science versus i've shouted it out here a couple times and yeah yeah what's up just completely a completely ridiculous concept that like (laughs) that like uh, this virus is manufactured really okay because i i low-key believe it entirely (laughs) (laughs) listen to that podcast like they were they were like they had like a bunch of scientists on like they were just laughing at that concept because like if you wanted to manufacture a virus you could easily do it a lot better with a lot higher of a kill rate well what's what if the purpose isn't to kill what if that wasn't the purpose i mean um, that is have, laughable. They, they if this is their best uh, chance, like shot at eradicating humanity, pretty what, bad. What, what, what pretty would bad. the purpose? What, what's the purpose of this to uh, stall all the economies of the globe? No one's saying it's intentional. No one's saying it was like intentionally released. Well, I mean, sure, it's like people I'm are certain there that. are Never people mind. saying that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so I'm not saying that. <laughs> That's what I mean. So, um, it like the there there was um. There is like one of the, there was a lab in Wuhan, uh, like it was like a biochemical lab, yeah. And it's very likely that they just had a containment problem and it got out, and it was a manufactured virus. I don't know. I don't. I I have I think a refusal that to is believe likely. in conspiracy things because of how. I mean, it's not like really like. Oh, like someone's manipulated, someone intentionally lied it out and they wanted, they had some like malicious plan. It could have just been some fucking dumb accident. I mean, it's just as fucking dumb as a bat giving it to an armadillo and turning into a stew and someone getting it from that way. I mean, and just, listen, to, listen to Science Versus. I, I trust that podcast. They cite all their sources, but they had like a hundred different uh, citations uh, for this episode they had. Like not that I read all the citations, but it makes me feel better that they have them and I could. And no one's coming after that podcast saying that it's bullshit. Yeah, I and it's one hundred percent listened by it, this um, adorable Australian, Wendy Zuckerman. Shout out to her. One hundred percent sold. All right, you better link link me this podcast. And just honestly, just search science versus. That's it. Oh my god, Nick, you fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> god damn it all right science 
Live searching for Science Versus, hosted by Wendy Zuckerman of Gimlet Media, where the best podcasts are made. You listen to Reply All, right? Of course. Dude. Same network. network. Dude, uh, did we we talk about, like, the best episode ever? The Um, Earworm? Yeah, dude. I I, I tweeted about that episode because of how good it was. It's probably my... My favorite or my second favorite Reply All episode. If you guys don't listen to Reply All, go listen to it. It's a podcast about the internet, but it's way more than about the internet. But uh, the, yeah, so Earworm, that's the one where he, he they somebody had a, a song stuck in their head from their childhood and they could never get rid of it. For, for the better part of like 20 years. <laughs> and then like he couldn't find anywhere on the internet. So he calls in to reply all or like emails in and then like they have their host try to like help them out. And they even go to a studio in LA and have them recreate the song with professional musicians. Only, only based off of what this guy remembers. So random yeah. verses that he thinks they are so and melodies that he's just doing like the bass players tell you that. He's just doing straight acapella. And then like, they're actually able to come up with a song and then they have something they have a song based on what this guy says. And it actually sounds like a decent song, right? Yeah. <laughs> like this guy's not just making it up. Right. Sounds a lot and, like uh, One Week by the Bare Naked Ladies. And but. after like uh, interview after interview, they're running this past like Rolling Stones magazine um, and like people who are experts at knowing history of music and he, like pinpointing what songs are and what they sound like. No one got it. The best answer they ever got for many of these people was um, this lady is like, well, he probably just made it up. Yeah. Because and, like you, your brain, you're, can, like, you're fucking believing it. Mm-hmm. And then honestly, the, the answer for everything was so lackluster in a way because um, the but host hearing that song it, and how it actually is like, and how he mm-hmm. remembered it and how the professional musicians played it back. They find the, find the, they find the fucking song. They actually was a really song, a real song on the radio, but they find it cause they just fucking Facebook search the message <laughs> or the lyrics instead of Google searching it. They just like use Bing instead of Google. And they they're like, Oh, all right. We found it right. We found a hit right away. <laughs> well, yeah, I was seeing <laughs> them on thousands of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was i because i follow like pg vote on twitter and he was saying like someone asked him like what, what would happen if you would have done that uh originally and he was like well then we probably wouldn't have made this an episode <laughs> but you know like that's the kind of thing like that's what makes yeah. all so good like at any podcast like that like that kind of style of podcast oh for sure uh fucking fucking love it dude i'm gonna have a hangover tomorrow this this kombucha is so fucking sugary. It's going to be so much stronger in like a week. Good. <laughs> I need to go get another beer. Um, Are you comfortable hosting this podcast for uh, 30 seconds by yourself? Absolutely not, but go ahead. All right. Here it is. Jordan Lang, everybody. Welcome to the Split Six Podcast. I am your host, Jordan Lang. Uh, this week, we mumble over three different topics. Uh, Animal Crossing. Uh psychedelics westworld and i don't know but the, apparently this is politics and i know that is more than three but I like think that i was said, under 30 seconds and here is your real <laughs> what else is going on in the political world um when do you think the country is going to reopen and when do you think it should 
Uh, I would say probably beginning of June for both. Okay. I don't know. Um, I Fourth of July, we'll say that. When do you think we're going to get to go to music music festivals again? Uh, well, uh, just like you, I am uh, going through some very tragic times with festivals. I was supposed to go to Electric Forest this year, and uh, well, that's that one's, canceled. That one's straight canceled, right? Did you buy uh, your tickets already? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you yeah. get refunded? Uh, yeah, there's refund options, so that's really good that uh, they're doing that because there's been a there's been a number of festivals like when uh in, in like Florida that were like set to happen in like March and shit when it's actually like warm down there, uh they straight up got canceled, no refunds, nothing. People got nothing, so it like getting a refund is great, but it's like there's also we haven't decided yet because we still got like a few more weeks. Yeah. Uh, Does it give you like perks towards next year if you keep them? Uh, just f- full tickets for next year. Mm-hmm. But like, honestly, I don't know, man. Who knows what's going to be what it's going to be like in a year? Yeah, I don't even know if you can guarantee next year. I know. I mean, it's just like what, it's not like I don't think the, like they will. What the fuck ahead. is this world going to be in a fucking year or in, in like a month? I I, like, I was are saying, we ever gonna be the same? I, I was mean, saying the other day, like when I got like uh, broken up with and like went through my heartbreak, like yeah, at the end of 2018, and then I had 2019 to go and do everything I wanted to to do, whatever, like live a wild life. I am so happy that didn't happen this year <laughs> because I would I would be hanging from a goddamn noose by now. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, that I mean, it's it's crazy to think what could happen. I mean, there's people who probably are in that scenario. There, people, I mean, yeah, like, there, that there, have there, like there the worst be. case scenario happening to them right now. God, do less, you know, do less. Stay Appreciate blessed. what you fucking have. That's what <laughs> I say. Gratitude. Gratitude. The Thanksgiving is the most important holiday we have. Okay, well, I disagree with that, but sure. <laughs> it makes the the word itself, all right. The 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 message is being thankful, right? I'm just saying gratitude. Yeah. Gratitude for what you have is more important. Is that your favorite holiday, Thanksgiving? I would say so. It's not about fucking giving gift and like it's like that's not a gimme holiday. <laughs> it's not about like, uh, oh you gotta give someone shit. It's not like some fucking capitalist bullshit holiday. It's uh, it's a holiday about spending time with your loved ones. It's about like eating a shit ton of food. It's about just appreciating like for going what shopping you have. at midnight. That that is fucking capitalism snaking its way into a very nice holiday. My favorite holiday is New Year's Eve. That's a good one. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's it's about remembering what what just happened and appreciating what's coming next. I just it's very, about for, very romantic. Kind of, I love it's, it. It's about forgetting and also, what's of course, next. as <laughs> no one is surprised, it's also about drinking, and that's why yes. I love it. <laughs> Honestly, what is holiday is not about you. drinking? Um, maybe Easter, because it takes place no. on a Sunday. No, I got real drunk on Easter. <laughs> uh, is there another holiday that's not about drinking? Maybe Valentine's Day. 
No, I got drunk on Valentine's Day too. <laughs> Christmas? No, I mean Christmas is definitely a drinking holiday. Yeah, that's like a day drinking holiday. That's like that's like. I mean Christmas, t- like I we me and my I me and my brothers go to my dad's house and we get wasted. That's like our tradition. I mean, I I don't think I've ever been explicitly wasted at a family gathering. Um, but no, I like have been extremely gathering. wasted and I've been extremely high at all kinds of family gatherings, but not explicitly. Do you anything for 420 this year? Oh, I've been doing something for 420 every day of 420. <laughs> and this is this is the year for 420. Dude, yeah, we were supposed to have like April about all be because it's uh the fourth month of the year 2020 we were supposed to have it all month 420 like everything but no we're locked inside honestly this is the best 420 i could have ever asked for low-key the (laughs) quarantine is the best thing that ever happened to me (laughs) well good for you quarantine has been pretty pretty fucking shitty for me i can't recharge look at my hair it's getting way too long yeah, well, look, look at me. Look at this. Your hair is purpose, purposefully long, and you can shave your beard. Mm, you can shave your head. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I look like a goober with a shaved head. Last I pride myself on my hair, shaves, and also I'm single. You're in, a, you're in a loving relationship, so fuck off. Hey, I will tell you some shit, man. Uh, People who don't live with their significant other are unsung martyrs or whatever you call what? people who are <laughs> <laughs> I it is hard because I have not seen Brooke in like a month because Oh, you guys have been good, huh? Quarantined separately. Actually, that's complete bullshit because the last two weeks we've been hanging out because she moved to a different place. (laughs) (laughs) But it was hard for those first couple weeks. (laughs) I bet. (laughs) It was very hard. I mean, it's kind of like being in a long-distance relationship. Like, I don't know how anyone could do that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, no, okay. Uh, For real talk, though, uh, it really felt like that. Uh, We were only like 10 minutes apart. At the time, she was staying with her parents, and her parents are, you know, at risk, you right. know? And so I can't see him. I can't see her because she can't leave the house at all. And I'm, I'm not alone in this. I'm sure there's other people in that scenario where they, like, have a significant other that they haven't been able to spend with. Most of the people I know who they live with their significant other, they have someone they can go to. Jordan, we are uh, at the very end of this podcast. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, anything you want right. to promote? Where can we find you, follow you, all that jazz? Um, uh, you can follow me every 10 weeks or so on Split Six Podcast. <laughs> uh, my name is Jordan Lang. Follow me on jo- by uh, Jorvid, maybe even Jorvid1 on Instagram. All right. <laughs> that is my um, point. <laughs> guys, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Miguel. Follow us on Facebook at Split Six Media. Um, we, I just launched my other podcast uh, the other week. Look up 10 dads, 10dabchallenge.com. Go and apply if you want to. If you think you can take 10, 10 dabs while talking to me over the course of like 30 to 40 minutes. We got a new podcast coming out with my brothers called Well Done, <laughs> where we review terrible movies that are under 30% on Rotten 
Rotten Tomatoes. Maybe they're not going to be terrible, but the first two are really bad. Um, this has been the Split Six Podcast. Like we split a six pack, talk about three different topics. Of course, one beer. Remember, it's more important to listen to somebody else than it is for them to listen to you. And thank you for splitting six with us. We'll probably be back next week. Jordan, thanks for being on. I love you. Love you too, man. All right. Later, everyone.